Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Steve and Larson, don't you dare be sour. Clap for yourselves and feel the power. Yes. And all you people out there, you're watching Going In Raw with Steve Larson. <laughs> hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you're going to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live right here at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. We are on the eve of the WWE draft. Doesn't it start a week from today? That's the correct. The 9th. And so it seems like, number one, they're loading up next week's episode pretty big. Um, and we might have some hints. I figured just because there wasn't any huge, massive thing that happened tonight, we can talk about were there any real hints that were maybe dropped about where people might be headed to come the draft, given what we saw tonight? Because I think there might have been a couple hints here. Yeah, Kevin, that was a go to SmackDown, totally. <laughs> He's totally going to SmackDown. Yeah, he said as much in the, the, his open the KO show. He's like, the draft's happening. I could very well. <laughs> end right. up on SmackDown. Right. I mean, probably as a fiend now. Yeah, he's yeah. probably going to SmackDown. Yeah. I, I mean, the only question there is, is he going to end up as a, a bad guy again after facing the fiend? Entirely possible. Yeah, that's a possibility. Uh, uh, Big E seemed intent on having his blow off with Sheamus. Oh, Sheamus might be going to Raw. I think Sheamus is going to Raw. I think Jeff Hardy losing to Sami Zayn means one of those two guys, they might pull the trigger on my suggestion and have the mid-card titles. I wouldn't be surprised if AJ Styles swaps brands too. AJ's totally swapping. AJ's day. He he took that loss tonight to Jay Uso. He, he said, basically, do I want to win tonight or watch my kids' uh, football games? Exactly. L, exactly. You know? Yeah, he's, he took the L tonight, so he's headed over to Raw. I wonder if AJ Styles... Heading to Raw, if we're going to assume that, does that mean a name like Seth Rollins could head to SmackDown? They kind no, of I occupy think, similar Well, I think Kevin right? Owens would be your exchange for AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Could be, could be. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. That was kind of interesting. Interesting stuff there. What do you think about SmackDown as a whole tonight, dude? It was a, it was a ho-hum show. You know, there was some weird squash matches. Uh, the most one of the most underwhelming reveals of a mystery competitor uh, via vignettes we've seen in a very long time. Of course, there wasn't much mystery behind it. We all knew it was Carmella from the very beginning. Man, and, what's with the and, lack of a swerve on that one? I know. Well, it's like yeah. the, the, even the, the the way the the reveal was presented, they 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 told you who it was before they actually showed the reveal. They, they have those think, shots of Carmella, the B-roll of Carmella throughout with her voiceover. Yeah, but it didn't show her face. Did they no, think that we no. wouldn't know? Who it was? I don't know. <laughs> they that's didn't show her face. About it. Like that's that's a weird like part of her gimmick now is covering up her face for various reasons. Like we saw it. Like she said who she was. 
Mm-hmm. We knew she we we know what she looks like. I interviewed her once. Very delight very lovely person, by the mm-hmm. way. Um but uh but yeah, uh we, we finally found there was no swerve there, no nothing. It was just and and then on top of that, could you have a more generic uh motivation for being bad guy again? Ugh. It's your fault. It's the WWE universe. I listened to you. No, we you didn't. Two. We had two of those to... promos tonight. Yeah, well... Sammy said that earlier on too. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Sammy Zayn looking like some dude off the some homeless dude off the street with both those titles standing next to a garbage can. Oh, well, that's pretty great. Don't I didn't care what that guy said. Uh, uh, Sammy in his current iteration can do no wrong whatsoever i absolutely love him i think he's great and that main event was really good it was a good match there was some good matches uh uh jay uso versus aj styles was good yeah it was Um, sort of bookended by two good matches but there was there a third good match tonight there was there were a couple of i'm not gonna say well there were there were two stinkers yeah i feel like my notes like not a lot happened tonight I mean, really, the, the, the most noteworthy things were uh, Sasha and Bailey next week for the SmackDown Women's title. Guessing yeah. no clean finish there. Okay, uh, so wait a second. Well, huh. no, I guess I guess the word that we've got is that's going to be going down at Hell in a Cell. So it seems unlikely that they're going to... I mean, they've done that before where they'll switch brands. I mean, but here's the thing. I'll, I'll the match is already set. I'll put this out there. Um, you could have Sasha win because what's your history? She can win on TV. Can't defend it can't defend it especially at pay-per-view so she went on tv maybe yeah and then uh 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 uh, uh, you know lose it at hell in a cell and then have to win the rumble to get the 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 rematch at mania that could be that could be uh probably the highlight of the show was kevin owens show with alexa bliss yeah uh it seems like the partnership between fiend and bliss has been solidified um, that was pretty cool. Lovers. And then the opening segment with Roman Reigns, a bit long, but pretty solid. Uh, him talking to Jay, essentially the same. You want another rematch? Here, you want a rematch? You have a rematch. I don't care. But, you know, this, he said something like this could be the most, the stakes are going to be higher than any match in WWE history. Two eyes for two eyes. That's got to be it. The, 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 the match with the most stakes with literally a human eyeball. No, here it is. is before this has got to be two. Whoever wins gets a truck full of Omaha steaks. <laughs> it's not S T A K K E S S T A K E A K S steaks. Oose, look Beef. at all this steak. Because what did what is one of the oh, first yeah. things? What is one of the first things Jay said to Roman when he came back? Whoa, wait a second. Let's go get a steak. Did you just come up with the ultimate money in the bank cash in Roman talking about steaks? What's Otis's thing? Steaks and weights. Yeah. They have their Hell in a Cell match with steaks. That superpowers Otis. Oh, yeah. He comes down my beach and gets that <laughs> title. Oh, yeah. There you go. No, there he's going to be in court next week, though. Anyways, let's Depending go ahead. Himself, kick, that's going to go well. Let's go ahead. That will, I, I will, that's going to be goddamn funny. That's going to be funny. It will be. It depends what version of Miz and Morrison we get. <laughs> Don't say without a doubt it's going to be funny. Let's wait and see what version of Miz and Morrison. We're oh get. yeah! So it kicked off with a Paul Heyman promo. Uh, he's whispering again. He's like, "I always knew this moment would come. The crowning of Roman Reigns as Tribal Chief." He said Tribal Chief like eighteen times. He said not just of SmackDown, but of the WWE Universe. Roman cuts off Paul mid promo simply by putting his hand out for the microphone. Cuts Paul right off. He gives Roman the microphone. Roman says. I don't want you to acknowledge me as the tribal chief because he didn't acknowledge me. His brother did, but he didn't. Jay, I want you to come out here right now. I'm trying to talk as low as I can and still be like, you know, you guys can still hear me because he was really low talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, Jay, I want you to come out here right now. Jay comes out. He was like, I don't know who you are anymore. You showed your true colors at, uh, uh, what was that, Clash of Champions. Yep. He said, you beat my ass, but you didn't break my spirit. If Jimmy didn't throw that towel in, the Universal Championship would be mine. And then Roman said, uh, uh, you think I'm proud of what I did? The Clash of Champions, the worst night of my life, both professionally and personally. I was trying to do you a favor, Jay, trying to help you. 
He, uh, I was trying to put you in the main event, help you get a huge payday, do something nice for your wife and kids. He says, I love you. I love you more than your brother loves you. Uh, all I want to do was raise you up. And all Jay had to do was acknowledge. Roman, as the tribal chief, says, it's been my birthright since the day I was born, but I had to work for it. It wasn't just given to me. I had to work for it. Um, all Roman wanted was to represent his family the fullest. What did Jay do? Disrespect him. Embarrassed him and their whole family. And he broke his heart. And the whole time, Jay is just kind of like, yeah, whatever, staring at the belt. And Roman's like, what, I'm spilling my guts out to you? You still can't look at me? You're looking at this? Universal title? That's all that's important to you? You want another shot? I'll give you a shot. You want to help sell? Sure, you got it. You got another shot. Um, but I'm telling you, this this match is going to have the highest stakes. Now, is it S-T-A-K-E-S? S-T-E-A-K-S. <laughs> but if it's just match- one huge stake. Yeah. Uh, any matches ever had WWE history. And then Roman hugs Jay and just through like the camera audio he says, uh, I'm telling you now, you shouldn't accept this challenge because this time there are going to be real consequences. Like this is going to be literal death. Like, I, and, and then so he walks away. Jay just blindly accepts. He's like, hey, Roman, hey, Oots. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I accept. I don't care what the consequences are. Bad move. You should have read. Whatever contract, fine print, yeah, the fine print he might have had. Yeah, he said that the consequences. Jay has to give up his Twitch channel. Oh no. <laughs> okay, so what? Let me ask you this, uh, and and this involves Twitch chat as well. What match in WWE history has had the highest stakes ever? Doesn't it's got to be like the invasion, right? Because that was the entire company basically turning into shitty WCW ECW. Like, that's off the top of my head. Was there any other single match with single stakes involved? White Brownie says the electric chair. That's a good one. The That was in WCW, but the mm-hmm. Chamber of Horrors. Well, that's well a on that one. time when... Uh, uh, <laughs> Hold on. Ghost was the owner. against God was eternal damnation on the line. That was a big one. That's a, Yeah. Or uh, there, There's the ownership of a child. That's true as well. Yeah. Punk versus Cena. I mean, that was a pretty big one. That was a pretty big one. He had the title. was about to leave the company. Um, yeah, you're I mean, right. Custody, Vince, of a, custody of a child is pretty huge. Custody of a child. So maybe custody of Jay. He's like, hey, I was looking at, I was listening to my old buddy Seth Rollins talk about Rey Mysterio and Dominic, and it got me thinking. Remember that time Dominic was up for grabs, and they put him, they uh, put him up above a ladder. <laughs> First person to get the little baby Dominic got to keep him. Remember oh, that? Goodness. So now I'm gonna put. I guess maybe Jay's kids. Well, is Roman going to take his kids? Like, not just one kid, but now a couple kids? I don't know. I don't That's going to happen. He made it seem like it's pretty serious, but he's whispering in his ear, uh, don't take this challenge. Don't do this. Yeah. The thing is, he's is like, like is, is Roman said, have to wrestle naked from now on. Wow. Um, <laughs> that Roman just says, you want your, your shot at Hell in the Cell. And Michael Cole, like, spilled the beans. Oh, this is in Hell in the Cell. Oh, was that the thing? Okay, I didn't hear Michael Cole say that. He was going on about how Hell in the Cell is like the worst thing ever. Okay, so we're going to get uh, at least two, three Hell in a Cell. Oh, three? Are you serious? That's way too many. Have the whole card in Hell in a Cell. Why not? It's either all or nothing, in my opinion. It should be yeah, all. All or one, yeah. I agree. Kickoff match. Shorty G versus... Uh... Sheamus, the shortest Hell in a Cell match in history. <laughs> Coming up next, the giant steak match. Oh, Roman yeah, get Reign. hell in the cell. Oh, yeah. So Roman uh, walks, walks back up the ramp after Jay accepts. Uh, AJ comes out. <laughs> uh, he's like, all right, is this all over now? Yeah. Uh, does it matter who sits at the, at the end of the table? Not really. What matters is that does Jay Does it matter who has the most chicken bones? <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny line, though. Um, says, uh, uh, what matters to me Jay is you. Uh, AJ says, I don't want to see you take another beating like you did last Sunday. And why not give someone more qualified qualified, an opportunity for that universal title? Uh, tells them, just go on. Go on. Tell Roman he's the tribal chief. Go on uh, with your life. You all know that Jimmy is a better athlete. Uh, this gets Jay upset. He attacks AJ, jumps off the announce table. Uh, hits with clothesline. Go to commercial comeback. We have a match. Jay Uso versus AJ Styles. Jacob Tupop here in chat says the main event of WrestleMania one was pretty high stakes. If they failed, that would have went bankrupt. It's true. 
That is true. true. Um, all right, so yeah, this is this is a really good match, a really fun match. Uh, for some reason, I didn't give it any star ratings, but regardless, it was a good match. I'd give it a solid three. Solid yeah, three stars. Three star match. Match. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was fun. It's fun. Uh, so, uh, so we saw AJ go for the clash. That pop up Samoa drop was fun. Jay flipped him over the ropes. Jay did a suicide dive. Goes for a splash. Eats some knees. Uh, AJ goes for a phenomenal forearm. Gets kicked off the ropes. Two super kicks and a splash. Gets three for Jay Uso. AJ probably quantum leaves at that point to yeah, Raw. Somewhat of an upset unless you consider that AJ's on his way back to Raw. It is a hundred percent an upset. Yeah, but as soon as he came out, you're like, oh. As soon as he shows up, you realize he's heading to Raw. Yeah. Because why else is he gonna do this? I know. I because know. on top of that, Heyman's in SmackDown, so he was like, oh, "I want to go to Raw. I want to see my kids' football, not Paul Heyman in my locker room, stinking up my locker room." After that, we had John Morrison versus Otis. Uh, Otis's promo about uh, being his own uh, uh, lawyer. Oh, we had the Sammy his... promo before that. Did we? Oh, I'm sorry, Sammy Zane. This is uh, great. He threw the intercom, one of the, the fake, the fraud. And basically, it was an airing of grievances for the WWE Universe. You all went along with the fraud. See, here's the thing. You can cut that promo about it being on the WWE Universe and still be compelling if you're Sami Zayn. Totally. Because he said, you guys went along with the fraud. It's just it's surprising they double-dipped on that motivation in one episode. I mean, is it surprising these days? Well, no, um, but... Yeah, I know. They did. They totally did. Uh, he says, but it's on me to once again do the right thing. I'm going to do what they should have done with this sham of a title. This belongs in the trash of history. He throws the title in a single-use garbage can. Yeah, and so that's where Jeff Hardy's Intercontinental title hopes are, are going to. All right, now John Morrison versus Otis. Uh, for sure, uh, entrances plus Otis's promo lasted longer than the actual match. Oh, yeah. So in Otis's picture-in-picture, picture, he says, I'm in the fight for my life, so I need a good defense team. I'm going to represent myself. I think I'm going to love this. I think I'm probably will. This. Is this going to turn you around on Otis again? No, no. Honestly, whenever Otis does funny stuff, I'm in. I'm totally in. It's just that, you know, he didn't do anything funny. What like? He hasn't it, done anything it, funny for like a month and a half at least. He's been, he has, he has been a waste of the Money in the Bank championship. That or a title, a contract. Briefcase. Briefcase. That is a certainty. And that bugs me. But, you know, whenever he does funny stuff, like, I'm totally into it. That hasn't All right. changed. All right. Morrison got maybe three moves off. Excuse me. Otis right? John Morrison got only he three got moves off. This was terrible. Otis hits Caterpillar, Vader Bomb for the win. Uh, right after that, he gets Sheamus versus Chad Gable for some reason. Uh, again, Chad Gable got maybe four moves off. Um, Sheamus turns the table, hits a couple bro kicks for the win. Before the match began, Big E had a promo. Uh, challenged Sheamus to a falls count anywhere match. Hopefully let them wrestle all over the place and, and get really creative because that could be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I think this is going to be a fun match, dude. I really think it's going to be a good I mean, match. Because uh, Big E mentioned uh, you know, wrestling all the way out to the Magic Kingdom, so mm-hmm. which is quite Do- a ways from the Amway Center. Doubt we're going to see that um, unless they do it super on the down low like those people made that movie at disneyland mm-hmm. and it was like a really bad movie but it got all sorts of publicity anyways well uh, since, uh, they, it was ambitious to try to shoot an entire feature film uh on the hush hush at disneyland you have to and they screwed up for everybody else what if somebody else wanted it you, you gotta appreciate disney when they saw this thing they're like this is just a piece of shit movie like we're not even gonna talk about we're not gonna shut this down we'll just give it more publicity yeah so we're just gonna not talk so about it we're watching it but i remember much about it it wasn't like, I mean, it, it looked like it was filmed on The Hush. It was a really weird movie. I, I actually I talk shit about it, but it was it was just a really weird movie. Um, but, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't terribly memorable. Yeah, I literally don't remember anything about it. Uh, next, Kevin Owens backstage. He's handing us some index cards, and there's a monitor behind him. It flashes the Firefly Funhouse graphic and then some Fiend stuff. Mm-hmm. Tease, foreshadowing, because next is the Kevin Owens show with Alexa Bliss. And this is when Owens mentioned SmackDown might be my next home. So I jumped to the chance to do the Kevin Owens show here. Uh, he's been watching, by the way. He's got a lot of questions for Alexa Bliss. So uh, she comes to the ring. Owens mentions he's seen a change in her, a change of attitude and anger. It reminds him of Aleister Black. So uh, she asks, what do you mean? And Owens says, come on. She's not the same person you met at the Performance Center all those years ago. Uh, Bliss says, yeah, maybe I have changed. You should try it sometime. Don't you want to be better? 
you know, and says, yes, I do want to be better, but it's not about him changing. It's about her changing because uh, he needs to understand the darkness uh, that's been taken over her because maybe if he understands that, maybe he can understand Alistair Black. Mm-hmm. As far as I can recall, Alistair Black has not crossed paths with the Fiend at all. So the motivation, the uh, the, the the inciting incident for that change is not the same. So I don't know how much understanding he can necessarily glean from you know what I appreciate though that they tried to at least motivate why they Kevin tried. Owens would do this um, because they could have easily and and something tells me that Kevin Owens probably asked them okay but why am I here and they were probably like oh because you're gonna interview Alexa Bliss well I, I need a reason I'll just come up with something you know what I mean like I thought this was I thought like it was written and performed. The first half to the best of their abilities, even oh, though yeah. it was kind of hokey. Oh, yeah. The second half I thought was actually really, really solid. I thought mm-hmm. it was really good. When when it really started to kick up, um, he says, yeah, I need to understand this darkness. And Alexis says, people fear what they don't understand. Have you ever been around him? It's captivating and terrifying at the same time. Your body goes numb when he touches you. You go cold. And when he looks into your eyes, it's like he's looking right through you and you can't look away. But you have, but you have no idea what's that, what that's like. And he says, uh, we're not talking about Aleister Black right now, are we? And uh, he says, I don't think I'm going to get the answers because you've obviously been brainwashed. And she has this sort of smile on her face, this epiphany. She says, yes, I have been. I've been cleansed. All the lies have been washed away. And then he looks at her and says, he's here, isn't he? And she says, yeah, he's everywhere. Let him in. And then the lights go down. He gets up. He pushes his chair away. The fiend attacks. Uh, and then once he finishes himself off there with Kevin Owens, he approaches Alexa. He puts his uh, hand out. She takes it, sort of gives a menacing smile to the camera. I thought when it got, it, I really liked the second part of this. I thought it was pretty mm-hmm. effective. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, after that, we got a six-man tag match. Corbin, Cesaro, Nakamura taking on Lince Dorado, Grand Metalik, and Matt Riddle before the match began. Kayla interviewed Lucha House Party, Matt Riddle, uh, why they team up. Uh, Riddle says after his loss last week, uh, Lucha House Party came up to him and said, hey, WB is more a marathon than a sprint. By the way, this might be my last night on SmackDown. Want a a tag with Lucha House Party. And then Lindsay added something else that I didn't quite catch. But he he is asked, where is Kalisto? And uh, and he says Kalisto is still in the locker room. Um, you know, he can't get his, his mask on considering how huge his head has gotten of late. Uh, <laughs> yeah, then not 30 seconds into the match, Kalisto just wanders down. This was actually really funny. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I don't know intentionally or not. I'm not sure it was supposed to be funny, but I'm not sure they were like they didn't understand that there was going to be humor involved here. I do like that Riddle um, seemingly hasn't been slighted by Kalisto, com- immediately jumped in on the Kalisto hate bandwagon because he was like, oh, yeah, dude, his head's totally big. So, yeah, they go down there for their match uh, with uh, Cesaro Nakamura and, uh, and Corbin. And, uh, yeah, within moments, Kalisto comes down. He's got his blazer jacket on with no shirt. And and he's like, hey, you forgot about me. I I was waiting for you guys. You forgot about me. That was pretty funny. 
That was pretty funny stuff. Um, it's just a shit show with these guys. Uh, so Riddle had a pretty fun sequence with Baron Corbin, but it, of course, at one point when I think Lindsay's in there with Cesaro, mm-hmm. uh, uh, he gets sort of a, a counter to something Cesaro does, and Kalisto accidentally ends up kicking Lindsay when he was trying to help him. Riddle's able to take advantage of this because he's legal and hits Cesaro with a bro. Derek gets the win. Um, and then uh, again, you know, Kalisto gets in there. He starts trying to celebrate with Matt Riddle, who was saying he had a big head in the back. Evidently, Kalisto wasn't watching the interview. So he's like, hey, good job, man. We we did it. Well, then and, Matt uh, Riddle's like, hey, cool. Yeah, we won. Yeah. And, and then, then Lindsay uh, comes in and pushes the shit out of Kalisto. <laughs> Can we just get to these guys? Can we? Can they have their match next week and then be Please. separated via Please. draft? Please, just do that. So I think Lince and uh, Grand Metalik are a good tag team. Oh, they're, they're good. A great. They're tag really team. good. Yeah. They're really good. Oh, they're terrific. Uh, after that, we had a uh, uh, Bailey and Sasha recap, and then uh, it's Carmella. It's Carmella that's been doing these vignettes for a while, um, and she just says, uh, "You know, hey, uh, the princess is gone." It's your fault. Uh, she's a heel now. Um, after that, Sasha Banks came down the ring for a promo. Um, she says, hey, Bailey, as long as we've known each other, you should have learned a thing or two for me, including how to have a backbone. Calls Bailey a coward. Says she needed her time and time again to keep her title. She was just using Sasha to become the longest reigning SmackDown champion in history. She goes, I know, Bailey, you're not here because you're scared of her. But come next week, it's going to be Sasha versus Bailey for the one thing Bailey loves the most, her SmackDown was title. And when it comes down to them, uh, when there's no one there to save Bailey, Bailey doesn't stand a chance. B. B. Yeah. Uh, and then they announce uh, next week we're going to get Kevin Owens versus The Fiend. We're going to get uh, Sheamus versus Big E. That was mentioned earlier. Um, so, yeah, stack, stack show next week. Yeah, plus draft. Plus draft. Uh, that led to our main event. And this was great just because Sami Zayn was wearing a FPOS rib tape. <laughs> and he let he actually had it around his ribs, and so a little section of like where his belly button is yeah. was out. And he's like, I'm not going to say doughy, but he's like a couple sandwiches away from being doughy. So it's awesome. It's just he's a mess. He's I, I the only the only thing missing really was the rib tape not being not looking like it was been worn before, you know? Mm-hmm. Like not being off white mm-hmm. <laughs> with some stains on it. Mm-hmm. That would have been terrific. That would have tied it all together. Mm-hmm. Uh this is a really, really good so before the match, Sami Zayn takes a turnbuckle pad off. That plays into the finish of the match. Uh yeah. during uh Sammy's uh I do. I love. I love when Jeff Hardy does the eyeballs face paint, and while they're announcing him, he does this. He's like just sitting there doing weird robot movements with his head. Well, it's like, like he's a looking weirdo. around, but his eyes are closed. Yeah, and then, uh, but he's very robotic with it. And then the ring announcer announces Sammy, and Jeff Hardy gives him the old double thumbs down. <laughs> It made me laugh. And apparently our good friendo, the amazing, the one, the only, one and only Adam Pacitti was in Thunderdome tonight. I did mm-hmm. not notice him. I didn't either. The show was, was too captivating. Mm-hmm. Actually, I watch on my, my laptop, so my, my actual window of, of watching is only about it, that yeah. large. So I saw it on my 70-inch, really and I didn't see to him. see anybody who's in the crowd. But happy for Adam. Uh, he's great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is a fun match. Uh, Jeff Hardy, especially early on, was attacking Sammy's ribs because why wouldn't you? He's got the FPOS rib tape on. Yep. Um, he's in control for a while. One point, drop kicks him into the announce table. Goes for poetry in motion off the ring step. Sammy moves. Uh, Jeff collides right into the barricade. Uh, we go back to get back from commercial. Uh, Sammy's starting to come back. Uh, and that's when they show that Sammy, because earlier on, there's like everybody just kind of notices, oh, the cover's off the turnbuckle. Following the commercial break, they show a replay of during Hardy's entrance. Sammy takes the cover off and kind of tosses mm-hmm. it aside. Uh, at one point, we get a sequence where Sammy escapes twist to fake, uh, goes for a backslide, gets a two. He goes for a blue thunder bomb. Jeff escapes that, gets a two, and then uh, Sammy hits an exploder into the corner. Uh, then we have some uh, uh, back and forth in- involving the exposed turnbuckle. Sammy tries to send Jeff into it. Jeff's holding onto the rope, hits a kick. 
sends Sammy into uh, another corner. Uh, tries for a form. Sammy avoids that. Blue Thunder Bomb gets a two count. And then Sammy puts Jeff on the top rope. Jeff fights him off, looks for a swanton. Sammy gets his knees up. Uh, Jeff kind of pulls himself up in the exposed, or the corner with the exposed turnbuckle. Sammy goes for a haluva kick. Uh, Jeff avoids that. And then he he's like going up on the uh, on the second turnbuckle, I think. Sammy drops him face first on the exposed turnbuckle, covers him to get the win. Yeah, I thought it was a really, really good match. It was I fun. Gave it three and three quarter stars. It was fun. It was a fun match. Yeah, it was good stuff. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and answer some questions. I'll get a Patreon thread up and a Discord thread up and see what the friendos have to say. Uh, yes, leave that, please. Uh, Flats well, a good here question. in chat says uh, Sorry, Stephen ahead. Larson. John Silver has a Twitch. We got to yeah, oh, man. That. We got to raid that guy. Uh, Shane's birthday tweet says: Is the Thunderdome large enough to hold a cell? It might be an issue raising it and lowering it because they have the whole th- apparatus above the ring. So it they might probably... be a situation where every match has to be in hell in a cell. Yeah, they'd. Uh, wow, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh man, that'd be great. Jimmy Thomas says, how fitting would it have been if he hired Joseph Parks? I guess, is he talking about Otis? I guess so. I really wish Joseph Parks, man, I would imagine Abyss is a producer on SmackDown, which is why he's been able to Mm -hmm. do this stuff with AJ. Mm -hmm. If AJ goes to Raw, I really would love for Joseph Parks to be his manager there on Raw. That'd be pretty Uh, funny. He's he's absolutely terrific. Just terrific. Uh, Chicken Nugget says, Roman has Rikishi adopt him, then Roman legally changes his name to Jay Uso and just takes his identity. (laughs) He becomes, they recreate the plot from face off. There you go. Mr. Lipkin, if you were to cast a hypothetical Disney movie using wrestlers, who would I regret this question because I hate casting questions, but I'm going to do it because I like Mr. Lipkin. Who would voice the princess slash hero? Who would voice the villain and who would voice the bumbling sidekick? Uh, Otis would be bumbling sidekick. Oh, yeah. Uh, The princess would have to be Alexa Bliss. I think I think she could actually kill it in Hollywood. Uh, who would be the voice of the villain? It'd be Bray. It'd have to be Bray. Yeah, Bray or Samoa Joe. Uh, Doctor Steve Winters. Yes, Mojo's a good one too. Doctor Steve Winters. Did you hear about Twitch allowing music streams through? And yeah, they have like an official app now mm-hmm. with lots of music. Uh, I haven't checked to see if Plus Crier's on there. Probably not. Uh, hip hop hippo. If Carmella is no longer the princess of Staten Island, who won that title from her? Oh. Who last beat her and is your new, new, new princess of Staten Island? I don't know. I don't know anybody else from Staten Island. Uh, what was that? What's the uh, the the uh, that Judd Apatow movie with what's his face? Jay. Uh, you gotta be more specific, man. It's the one that just came out. So every time you load up Amazon. Oh, Prime, yeah, yeah, there. yeah. The one with Jay Davidson in it. Jay Davidson. Yeah, there's the go. king of Staten Island or something like that. Yeah. Something oh, yeah. Maybe it's him. Uh, Flat says Sasha will be drafted before that match can happen, right? No chance that match actually takes place next week. It could. And they just have a walk finish. Oh, that'll happen. They, they didn't have they had stuff like where people are drafted, but the match has already been set. So like a week or a month later, they still have the match. Yeah, they had the, last, the draft in 2016. They had whole pay-per-view. Pete like Davidson. Three weeks after. Yeah, that's right. Jay Pete Davidson. Davidson didn't sound right. Jay Davidson. Wasn't he a, a, a game show host? Did he host <laughs> Hollywood Squares for a bit? I don't know. One of the 80s. You got to look that one up. Uh, Alex Foster. Steve, what wrestlers would you like to do an Unsolved Mystery stream with? Probably Xavier Woods. He, he's a super clever guy. I think he would appreciate the, the horses and updates. Um, and Larson, what wrestler would you like to do a music stream with? Uh, uh, the Young Bucks dad. Uh, <laughs> yes, the Papa Buck. That'd be yep. great. Yep. 
So it wasn't Jay Davidson. What was the name of that of the host? Somebody here says John, John Davidson. Davidson. John mm. Davidson. That's who I was thinking of. John Davidson. Uh, and Shive is next week's SmackDown the most stacked show on Fox to date. Uh, the one where what didn't wasn't Brock on the first one? Mm-hmm. He beat Kofi wasn't, for the title. Was when was the last time The Rock was on WWE TV? I think it was on SmackDown last that year. Was the, that was, yeah, wasn't that like the first one or something? Yeah, the segment with him and Becky, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Uh, White Brownie, did you guys see that the Go Home at Hell in a Cell episode might be on the FS1 because of the World Series? SmackDown is going to be preempted. Might yeah, be on well, it. Fox Sport 1, but I guess it happened last year. Uh, it's no baseball, so it's not the World Series, man. Uh, Stu is gnarly. Are you guys going to do live reactions to the draft? And talk no. about it. No. <laughs> Fear and loathing. Roman's promo to Jay was so convincing. Vince should have had him break the Twitch <laughs> cameo news to everyone. That's good. I know. I agree. Do you think I like this? I'm trying to think, help you feed your families. Do you think I like signing over my Twitch cameo to WWE? Trying to help you feed your families. Uh, Dwayne Nix with the upcoming draft, not knowing if NXT is going to be involved or not. Spoiler alert, they're not. But if they are, would you guys like to see AJ Styles in NXT? Sure. Sure. No, I'd rather have just Adam Cole come up to main roster. Who else in NXT do you, would you want to see AJ Styles against? I guess just the general idea of having takeover matches, sure. I want to see AJ Styles versus Karrion Cross. Yeah, there you go. I'm joking. Uh, Chench, during the Sammy versus Jeff Hardy match while I was in the Thunderdome, you could hear the production team in the back. You could hear someone say, this is such good shit. Really? That's interesting. Thank you for the sub, Mean Green. Thank you, Mean Green. Oh, this is something we did talk about. White Brownie, thoughts on TakeOver to have a small crowd at the Performance Center? I don't need that. Yeah. I don't I don't need that. Now, if Triple H, because Triple H said that we're going to do something different that's never been done before, it's, it's a game changer. I am curious as to what that would entail. And if that, I mean, if that means a couple of friends and family milling about, that's not really a game changer. Um, was there ever an explanation as to why they're leaving Full Sail permanently? Was Full, was full Sail just like, man, you guys are giving, you guys have too much COVID over here. You got to get out of here. You're, we're kicking you out. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Alex Foster. Uh, in terms of drafts, what what do you guys prefer? The current way or the old way where wrestler small brands would compete and the winner would get a random wrestler? That seems too complicated. It does seem complicated. Yeah, I just I like, like the- a cool graphic. I would like matches in during the course of the draft episodes that have some bearing on the draft itself. Wasn't there an episode of Raw or one of the drafts? Wasn't like Cena drafted to one brand at the beginning and then he was drafted to the back to the regular to the brand he was just on at the end? Yeah, there's a I think I won the something to wrestle with they talk about where during the draft they realized one show was like way overloaded so they had to do a deal. I think it was Triple H that was traded. <laughs> uh, Zoe so Kinrana, I think the stakes for the Uso Roman match will be whoever loses is out of the family. Oh, that's probably going to be it. That's going to be it. We're going to alter your DNA, Oos. Oh, this is cool. Dang MQ says Brian Zane plans on shaving his facial hair, but before that, he's going to either do the Hogan mustache, Jeff Hardy beard, Brian Cage sideburns, or the Rick Rude mustache to raise money for California wildfires. I need to see that dude just a straight-up mustache. That'd be dope. (laughs) That'd be rad. Um, there was a dude on Unsolved Mysteries last night who looked literally exactly like you when you're like 65. Really? Because he looked like your dad, but also you. He looked like your dad with your with your uh the way all your hair is on your head. Interesting. Like a beard, but like he he had like no hair up here. But I mean you usually cut yours pretty close. Yeah, I'm probably gonna do that tomorrow, yeah. But otherwise he looked like your dad. And I was That's and I was like, oh my god, this guy just looks like oh, what Larson's gonna look like when he's sixty five. It was Probably. crazy. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Grosskirth, who are some WWE superstars you'd like to see in a G one match? Kevin Owens, Cesaro, 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 Adam Cole, Bebe, Mustafa Ali. Yeah. 
Was Ricochet uh, ever, in, ever in a G1? Nope. Probably not, huh? He was He's the best the of Super Juniors, but not, yeah. not G1, no. Uh, Ryan's Rubik's Cube. Would Matt Riddle benefit more from staying on SmackDown or being drafted to Raw? I think it's too early for it to really matter. He hasn't done anything on either brand, so I don't really know that it matters. Uh, uh, the Singularity X says, Hey guys, it's been a crazy week. My father-in-law passed away this past Monday, and it's been a really hard time. If I could get a blessing for my wife, that would be greatly appreciated. Or our condolences, man. Yeah, that, that, definitely that's our really condolences. Sad. Yeah. Um, he said, uh, the question we have is, uh, about Roman and his heel turn, is it the best storyline of modern wrestling in WWE, and is it the pinnacle of his ascension? It's definitely like peak Roman, I think, at this point. Yeah, without um, doubt. Best storyline of modern wrestling, in my opinion, is probably uh, Champa Gargano. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess or, it depends on your window for modern wrestling. Or like the journey of uh, uh, Red Okada. Mm-hmm. That was Balloon a pretty good because he had balloons. He did have balloons. If you okay, let's say twenty years. Go back to twenty two thousand. Well, 2000. no, uh, let's go to from two thousand and five. Oh yes, it's Champa Gargano. Yeah, it's probably. I was going to suggest uh, Mega Powers. Okay, yeah, yeah, but that was That's more like, than twenty years ago. Yeah. That was a really good story. I'm just trying to do something. So, is Sam, so in Sammy's mind, is he still a champion or a two-time champion? No, he's mm. just champion. He's still the champion. Garbage. Still champion. The Not record books. Champion. Yeah, the record books will probably reflect two-time. Yes, but yeah, he thinks. Yeah. Uh, Hip hop hippo. Did anyone notice that Roman absolutely had new ring and Tron graphics when he was leaving? I noticed when Jay before Jay made his uh, his entrance. There were, oddly enough, blue and yellow graphics on that Tron. Same color palette as the Chill Roman shirt. Ah! Yeah, man. And it was the same kind of like a... It, it wasn't a dark blue like he has like he has in his usual stuff. It was... More, I want to say it was, you know, like a teal blue, but it was pretty close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maggie asks, uh, it's, uh, she says, it's wild how a good story and a solid match can change the perspective of a character. She says she never saw Jay as an independent threat, but after Clash of Champions, I thought he had a legit chance against AJ. Who is the first wrestler comes to mind that is one good story away from changing the course of their career exponentially? We have seen this before with John Cena. One you know, change uh, basically propelled him. Um, and yeah, this has happened before. I mean, Kofi so, Kingston, uh, Mustafa yeah. Ali getting hurt, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. propelled him to win the title at WrestleMania. Um, Along with a really good, I mean, I don't want to, you know, say it was just that. That was kind of the inciting incident. I mean, yeah, Kofi sure. was, has been great for, had been great for a decade beforehand, but had Mustafa Ali not gotten hurt, that match against Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, uh, Kofi got, might have never happened. So currently, who is one wrestler? That is one good story away from changing the course of his career Ricochet. or her career. Yeah, is there somebody who? Yeah, all they need to do is feature him in something good, and and he'll blow up. He really will. He really will. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody who like. I'm, that's why I'm really curious to see what they're going to do with Ember Moon. You know, see if you can turn that back around. Yeah. Uh, That's a good question from Dublin Lover. Who would your number one picks be for both brands, but not a champion? Can't be a champion. Number one pick. So if you're picking for Raw, picking for SmackDown. The biggest game changer that is not a cha- a champion from Raw is probably Seth Rollins. Or Randall it's, Keith Orton at this point. Yeah. 
I would just say Seth is probably a bigger game changer because of his history with Roman. And that's why it probably won't happen because they're both like super heels right now. Yeah. That could be a lot of fun, though, to play with the current iteration of Seth along with the current iteration of Roman. That could be tons of fun. Could be. Tons. Randy's a big deal, of course. I mean, if I'm drafting, if I had a choice, I was Raw or SmackDown and I could draft anybody but not a champion, Mm -hmm. I'd take The Fiend. I thought about The Fiend. The Fiend doesn't wrestle enough. He's like a special attraction. Yeah, but he doesn't have to wrestle all the time to make a pretty significant impact on your brand. How many people has he single-handedly changed, altered the creative direction of in the last year? A lot. Yeah. But Seth has been in a program with Rey Mysterio and his family for six years now. So that's a pretty big deal, too. Um, Who's the biggest name on SmackDown that could get traded that is not a champion? That isn't The Fiend. Daniel Bryan is not wrestling, but him or AJ. I would I'd probably AJ. Probably Otis. AJ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Zero Cool says the high stakes matches where the cell has different cuts of stakes and the winner <laughs> would have to grab the stakes off the ceiling. Hey, Oos, look at all these stakes. You want to fillet? He's like, come on, What's teeth. There? Come on, teeth. Let's do it. Oh, man. Uh, Let's see here. Did you guys like... Oh, this is already kind of answered. It was... uh, Did you guys like the rain trigger? Did you guys like when Ron SmackDown had a series of matches and winners of said matches get the draft pick for their brand? Not really. I don't really like that idea. (laughs) Well, I just want... I I would like the the show that's booked around the draft to have some bearing on the draft. It feels like otherwise they shoehorn a draft and otherwise. So I think it'd be kind of cool. Like do a brand versus brand. Like, you know, pick uh, SmackDown, pick your best guy, Raw, pick your best guy. And first pick or something like that. And then uh, have a match to determine who gets first pick. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah, do that. Stuff like this. Gareth Nicholas, the Street Profits were in a Skittles TV spot tonight. What candy would we do a commercial for? I don't know if we could come. We could agree on milk duds. You like milk duds, right? Yeah, they get stuck in your teeth, but they're delicious. Oh yeah. What's your favorite candy bar? Baby Ruth. Mm. Mm. Yeah. What's one that we could come to? Okay. How about this? Kit Kat. You like Kit Kats, right? Kit Kat's the thing. Or I love Kit Kat. Or Twix. Yeah, I never know which one I like better. I think I I like like Kit Kit Kats more. more. I think I like Twix more right now. Uh, I could compromise on Twix. I'm totally right. down. I love Twix. You know why? Yeah, one reason good. I love Twix? You eat one, and then there's a whole nother one there waiting for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Chench, which NXT star will shine if they get drafted? Which NXT star? Yeah. Carrying Cross. <laughs> nah, man. Casey Canzero. She does crazy things by beach. So this is an interesting question. Someone brought up earlier in chat. We had a, a pretty spirited discussion about the new Twitch cameo thing that WB's doing where they're telling people that they own their cha- their uh, Twitch channels and cameo accounts. Uh, Die Hard Homer says, couldn't WB ask for money from anyone doing outside projects a la movies? Someone mentioned earlier on the example of uh, music, for example, like Jeff Hardy has his own band. Mm-hmm. Like what's to stop WB from coming and saying, well... Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah. Now, I I mean, if there's language, because I've heard of some contracts, like Disney, I think, for Disney animators, anything they do, whether it's at home, on the job, anything they create... That is correct. Disney owns. That is correct. Now, if WWE's contracts are structured in such a way, then I guess they're on solid ground. I mean, they apparently they feel like they're on solid ground doing this. Uh, Brian 92 WWE Network's Twitter tweeted Ember Moon's match with Asuka earlier today. Coincidence? Yeah. yeah. No. No, it's totally nope. Ember Moon. 100%. Uh, yeah, this is a great answer. Uh, Shane's birthday tweet. 
in reference to the question about who from NXT would shine most on main roster, it's totally Shotzi Blackheart. Oh, yeah. I would not be shocked if she got drafted right up to main yeah. roster. Yeah. Uh, Muted Mayday, Kyrie Sane tweeted out that she's a WWE promotion supporter in Japan. That's cool. I think she's hopefully, still under contract. Hopefully she doesn't have aspirations to be a Twitch streamer. <laughs> so Zondo says, did you all see that Shinsuke just started his own platform for nine fifty a month? What is what, that? What platform is it? What did he start? What is the platform? Like a Shinsuke fan club? Shins Club Nakamura? Uh all right, anyways, Twitch chat, stick around. We'll be back, uh, or we'll uh, answer some more questions here. We'll chat for a little bit. Uh, yes. Thanks for watching, everybody. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support going in raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.